The U.S. one-cent coin has been part of American currency since the country started issuing money in 1793. As inflation has continued to creep up, the cost of making a one-cent coin is now more than it's worth. Unsurprisingly, people have started to question if we should continue using the penny. Learn more about the past, the present, and the future of the United States penny on this episode of Everything Everywhere Daily. This episode is sponsored by ButcherBox. Summer is right around the corner, and that means cookouts. No matter what your preferred food is for a cookout or a barbecue, ButcherBox can help you make it the best. If you want to serve up some hamburgers, ButcherBox has grass-fed ground beef to make the perfect smash burger. Want to cook up some steaks? Well, ButcherBox has that too, with some of the best cuts of steak, such as New York Strip, ribeye, and filet mignon. Do you like grilled chicken? Well, ButcherBox has some of the best pasture-raised chicken that you will find anywhere. And if you really want to wow people at your next cookout, you can try grilling some of their wild-caught salmon on a cedar plank. Sign up at ButcherBox.com daily and get a special deal. ButcherBox is offering my listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com daily and use code daily to choose your free-for-a-year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. This episode is sponsored by Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond Bourbon. I recently had the chance to try Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond, and I can attest to its exceptional aromas with hints of caramel and vanilla intertwining with its oakiness, which provide a well-rounded flavor profile. Taking a sip is akin to experiencing a piece of bourbon history firsthand. Heaven Hill Distillery may be America's most quintessential bourbon distillery. Established in 1935 after the end of Prohibition, the distillery was established by the Shapira family and has remained a family-owned distillery to this day. In 1897, Congress passed the Bottled in Bond Act, which set forth strict rules for any bourbon labeled Bottled in Bond. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond Bourbon goes beyond the stringent requirements of the law by aging its bourbon for seven years, not four. The end result is a gold medal-winning bourbon that truly stands out. Available nationally, look for a bottle at your local store. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. Heaven Hill reminds you, think wisely, drink wisely. This episode is brought to you by the Travel Photography Academy. Have you ever been on a trip and wondered why your photos don't turn out like the images you see in travel magazines? If you're going to spend thousands of dollars on a trip and hundreds to thousands of dollars on a camera, you owe it to yourself to get the highest quality images from your trip. That's why I created the Travel Photography Academy. I set out to travel around the world in 2007 with an expensive camera, and I had no idea how to use it. As I traveled around the world, I taught myself the art of travel photography eventually mastering it to a point where I was named Travel Photographer of the Year three times in North America. The Travel Photography Academy is an online course that teaches you everything you need to know to master your camera and to take better photos on your next trip. To improve your photography and to get better images on your next trip, visit TravelPhotographyAcademy.com or click in the link in the show notes. The official name of the smallest coin in the United States, according to the U.S. Mint, is the cent, and it is called the one-cent piece by the U.S. Treasury. I bother to mention this because there is officially no such coin as a penny in the United States. The name penny was borrowed from the English coin known as a penny, which is one two hundred and fortieth of a pound. 
The name itself comes from the word pennyweight, which is the unit of weight for 140th of a troy pound of silver. The coins used in the United States were set by the Coinage Act of 1792. It noted, and I quote, that the money account of the United States shall be expressed in dollars or units, dimes or tenths, cents or hundredths, and mills or thousands, a dime being the tenth part of a dollar, a cent the hundredth part of a dollar, and a mill the thousandth part of a dollar. And all that accounts in the public offices and all proceedings in all the courts of the United States shall be kept and had in conformity to this regulation. Unquote. You might notice that the United States doesn't have a coin called the mill. In fact, we never have. However, we did have a coin called the half cent. The half cent was a five mil coin in the same way that a nickel is a five cent coin. We eventually got rid of the half cent coin in 1857, and that was the last time we actually eliminated an entire coin value from the U.S. roster of coins. Most people think that a penny is made of copper. This used to be true, but it isn't anymore. The first penny issued from 1793 to 1857 were 100% copper. Since then, the amount of copper in the coins has kept going down as the value of copper has gone up and the value of the penny has decreased. The first penny weighed 13.5 grams. Today, by comparison, the penny is only 2.5 grams. Moreover, since 1982, the penny is now made of 97.5% zinc and only 2.5% copper, which is just used as a coating. In 1943, for one year as a material savings measure during World War II, one-cent coins were made out of steel with no copper in them at all. Despite the reduction in the size of the penny and the percentage of copper in the penny, about 10 years ago, we passed the point where the cost of making a penny exceeded its value. This ability to make money from the production of coins is called seniorage. It's been a source of revenue for kings and countries for millennia. While there has been talk of getting rid of the penny for a long time, the issue came to greater prominence in the last decade when the penny became a money-losing proposition. Today, the United States is now losing over $90 million per year on the creation of pennies. The United States currently is one of the few countries to issue a coin that costs more than its value. Sweden removed their 1 and 2 Ora coins in 1970. New Zealand got rid of their 1 and 2 cent pieces back in 1990. Australia eliminated their 1 and 2 cent coins in 1991. Brazil stopped producing the 1 centavo coin in 2005. And Canada finally chucked the penny in 2012. The Eurozone does have one and two cent coins, but they're being phased out as more and more countries in the Eurozone have stopped making them. The vast majority of pennies in the United States are not even in active circulation. They sit in jars and coffee cans in most people's homes as they're collected. People don't want to carry them, so they just hoard them at home. They have so little value that there's often a container of them near most cash registers to help people round off purchases. It's been calculated that the time it takes to pick up a penny off the ground is now less than the federal minimum wage. Vending machines do not accept pennies, and it's all but impossible to even find a gumball machine anymore, which will take a penny. The biggest cost, however, is just the drag on the economy of handling pennies. It might not seem like much, but when you factor in the time spent by 330 million people every year, it can add up. A few seconds spent with coins can ripple through everyone standing in a line, or, for example, cars paying a toll with pennies. In any individual case, the amount of time is tiny, but in the aggregate, the net economic cost can be billions of dollars. So, why wouldn't we just get rid of the penny? The biggest reason, to be honest, is the zinc lobby. Yeah, big zinc. They obviously have the biggest incentive to keep the penny. 
they created a lobbying group called Americans for Common Sense. Sense spelt with a C. Get it? And they've been the primary group working against it. There have been attempts in Congress to get rid of the penny, but they haven't gone anywhere. In 1990, Representative Jim Colbay of Arizona proposed the Currency Overhaul for an Industrious Nation, or COIN Act, and that legislation never went anywhere. In 2017, Senators John McCain of Arizona and Senator Mike Enzi of Wyoming introduced the Currency Optimization, Innovation, and National Savings, or COINS Act. I have no idea why this issue attracts so many cute acronyms or puns. The bill just advocated a 10-year freeze on the minting of pennies, but it too never went anywhere. As much as I would like to demonize the forces of Big Zinc, the truth is that there just wasn't a whole lot of interest with the other members of Congress. Both pieces of legislation died from apathy. Neither political party has really taken any stance whatsoever on the penny. People who have supported it have been on both sides of the aisle, but there just aren't enough of them. Americans are a really fussy bunch when it comes to money. They like pennies enough to say so in a survey, but not enough to actually bend over and pick one up. So what would getting rid of the penny look like? Actually, it would be really easy. we just stop making them. That's it. All of the 240 billion pennies floating around in circulation would still be legal tender. Banks collect old coins and return them to the mint for recycling. That would continue. Over time, there would just be fewer and fewer pennies. How would we deal with pricing? That, too, is really simple. It's called Swedish rounding because it was first practiced by Sweden when they got rid of their small coins, and it's done all over the world. You just round the price of any transaction paid in cash to the nearest nickel. That means the most you will pay on any transaction is two cents more, and on average, you won't pay any more at all. This isn't on a per-item basis, but rather on a per-transaction basis. Studies done on prices in stores show that rounding up and rounding down would balance each other out. All transactions done with credit or debit cards wouldn't need to be rounded at all. Believe it or not, we already do this sort of rounding with one-tenth of a cent prices. Almost all gas prices in the U.S. are priced down to one-tenth of a cent. Yet, as I mentioned above, we do not have a one-tenth of a cent coin. Most people don't even know or care, but fractional cent pricing are clearly visible on most gas pumps. Despite the fact that the penny is now a money-losing proposition, the reality is we will still be living with it for some time to come. Not enough people care to take action, and most people seem just fine with jars full of pennies. Executive producer of Everything Everywhere Daily is James Makala. Special thanks to everyone who supports the show over on Patreon. Please remember to leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. Even a simple review can really help the show get discovered in the sea of other podcasts that are out there.